What's going on, y'all? It is high school basketball talk is here. Y'all been waiting for it, man. I know what it is. What we gonna talk about? What we gonna chill today? We gonna chill real good, and we gonna get on some things. Now, look, Cole Anthony. That's the big thing we're hearing about Cole Anthony. Um, and I got something to tell y'all, man. I I just got a new opportunity to write for Draft League. Um, draft lead is, um, if y'all don't know, follow it on Twitter. It is, um, I'll be able to write NBA work, you know, it's a, um, job, but they, you know, they, they love my work as far as knowing about prospects in high school. So I'll be, it's on the Bleacher Report. If you go to NBA draft on the Bleacher Report, you'll see draft lead is all up and down there. So I'll be having more articles on the Bleacher Report. Plus I still got my, uh, 76 draft prospects. I write for Philly Sports Network. So it is a great opportunity to have that. And, you know, um, you know, that's my thing, basketball. So now let's get right to it. Cole Anthony, I say North Carolina. I'm still saying North Carolina. It could be more things. I mean, right now, Oregon is in there. And, um, you know, uh, of course, Duke is still trying to, you know, Duke's still trying to get their whole team up. So, I mean, Duke is, is still trying to, you know, Duke and Kentucky, it's like, they're kind of late, and we're going to look at a lot of those type of um, – see what's going on with all these recruiting classes, the top recruiting classes. We'll see who's this and who's that. EYBL is coming up. I see RJ Hampton and Jalen Green already talking about they amped up for it. Uh, Dior Johnson and Jalen Green be playing for the Oakland Soldiers. RJ Hampton, his pop told me he'll be playing for Drive Nation. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of, uh, it's going to be some good, good competition. I remember I, I recently put out on Twitter. I was like, I want to see Jalen Green go against Hampton and EYBL. I want to see Vernon Carey go against Isaiah Stewart and EYBL. I want to see James Wiseman go against even Mobley. I want to see Johnny Juzan go against Brandon Boston. Both of them are some scores. And boy, I just want to see some good matchups. And those are some, um, you know, Greg Brown and, uh, Isaac Accor. I mean, it's some good guys I want to see go at it. Greg Brown and C.J. Walker. How about that game? I mean, just some good prospects. It's just real high school ball. I mean, listen, it, it, and it's really good right now. Um, Justin Moore, Eric Dixon, uh, Brian Antoine, and Jeremiah Robinson. Earl, what more can you say about that class, which I still think is the number one in the nation? But I'm going to let you know what is the number one in the nation. All right? We're about to get to that soon. Now, we coming to um a couple of teams that um my top teams. My top two would be um Brewster and um IMG, of course. IMG is just good. I mean, I'm not gonna say you crazy for not liking them, like, you know, everybody has preference, but I'm just saying. I mean, I'm just saying, you know. Um more likely right now, um, let's go to Cole again. Cole to me is probably the best prospect. You got him and Brian Antoine, but to me, Cole is just too good. Too good in 2019, man. Too good. Like, I, I mean, just through last year, and he's kind of laid back because he on a, a more deeper Oak Hill, they're more deep with Kofi Cockburn and them. They're kind of deep. That's a good team, too. You look at some of the best players, right? In high school, and Cole Anthony, it's just he's just complete. I know Anthony Edwards, everybody, and, and, and rightfully so. I can't say you crazy. Just like I can't somebody say crazy for saying even Mobley is unbelievable upside. 
Uh, James Wiseman is another unicorn type player. But, you know, something about me, if I look at a guy, and I, I like James Wiseman, I do. And he, he's faster than the, uh, Mobley, you know. More, I just don't see the athleticism of Mobley. I would, I would like to see his brother is more, Isaiah Mobley is more athletic than, than even. I like him better as a prospect. He just, he's an all around guy. He can pass the ball. He's just more fine tuned. But, you know, a lot of people look at the wingspan of Mobley and they, they can't help themselves. And he is a talent. But I just like Mobley maybe because he's more ready. It seems like he's more ready to play basketball, full all around game. He plays so fluid, so smooth with it. And everything like comes so easy. Now, in the 2019 class, Edwards is with Georgia. It's going to be interesting to see how they turn out, man. I mean, you know, he went there. He's from Georgia. He stayed home, stayed in ATL. That was big. You know, so he's ATL's going to ride off him all the way until, you know, he's going to have a big fan base going into the NBA draft because he definitely had a chance to be the number one pick overall in the draft. And But James Wiseman, I still think, will probably be the number one pick based off. See, when they look at size, and that's the thing I look at. I look at your size. I'm like, yo, you can do things a little bit more easier. Now, if you got a three-point shot, it makes me look at you. Now, Wiseman and Mobley both have the ability to hit three-point shot. But they're not, it's not like they're hitting 45% from the three-point line or 40% even. You know, they just have that three-point shot that they can hit on you. You know, like like Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid can hit it, man. And it's crazy because I thought he would be more efficient. I think he'll grow to be efficient. I think if Wiseman and Mobley work hard, they'll be the same way. Wiseman does remind you of an Anthony Davis-ish type of player. And Mobley, he's just more of a, even Mobley. Where would you go? He's long. I guess you'd go with a little bit of a, a longer Garnett, slower Garnett. Good all-around ability. He can pass the ball. He can shoot the ball. He can post you up. And, and, and to me, Mobley's the best defensive front court player in the whole nation. I mean, he's he when he get on that defense, he's gonna get you. He can cover so much ground. Vernon Carey is a beast, man. And that's a guy who started out one of my but it's this group went up more and more. He's just physically imposing. Dude got something crazy. And uh I just think Cole was definitely when Armando Baca said he was going to Cole, he was right about it and did it. Jay McDaniels. Uh, he's number five ranked, and he's good. He's good. He just got to, you know, man up a little bit more on the inside. He went against, you know, even Mobley and them guys and the Mobleys and something like how how little he was. So he got to get, you know, he, and he can do it all. He can shoot from the three-point line. He's a stretch four. So he's something to look at, you know. Isaiah Stewart is a manimal. Now, Washington got something to play with quiet and all. It's going to be something to see. Hamir right over there. It's going to be something to see them guys over there. Khalil Whitney, of course. Let's go to the Kentucky class. I want to talk about the Kentucky class. And they had Tyrese Maxey, Dante Allen, who is a great prospect. I think he's a, I don't know where rankings go, but Dante Allen, before he got hurt not too long ago, was, was, was killing everybody in the game. He's a five star type of prospect. He's just one of those guys he put at 90. I guess they can't put everybody, but him and uh, guys like DJ Jeffries and, you know, guys like that, them two guys this year, I think definitely deserve a little higher. I mean, Allen, I think it seems like his rating didn't go up until he got Kentucky interest and stuff. It was crazy. Khalil Whitney is something big. Now, we're looking at Kentucky and what they're trying to finish out. What they're, what they're trying to do, how they're trying to finish their classes. And um, we're going to focus on Kentucky and, and the Duke because they are running for a class. They're trying to get that. 
With Hurt, it looks like a Duke thing. But Kentucky coming, man. That's going to be a fight between the Blue Bloods. It's going to be a fight. It's going to be a fight. And Kansas is there. We know they didn't. Blue Bloods is at it. But I just think Duke is gaining some ground. When Daniels came out with that prediction, I said, hmm, yep. And Keon Brooks, watch out. This is watch out, man. Listen, Kentucky's making a full-fledged run. I think they're going to land him. First, I thought Indiana had him. No. Keon Brooks, Kentucky. I'm saying it right now. Kentucky. So, Hurt, no. Kentucky, yeah. Ain't like they out of it, but Duke is grinding some ground, man. And like Calipari did a good job. It's a tug of war right there, but I just feel like just a little edge. You know what I mean? Um, now McDaniel's see, that's gonna be a hard one though. And I think Kentucky has a chance to get McDaniel's. I think he really does have a chance to get McDaniel's. But Stewart is in McDaniel's ear. Isaiah Stewart already said when he committed, it's the same thing with the bad cop Anthony thing. He said, "Yo, I'm gonna go after him." So. If we look at predictions, right, y'all want to know what a prediction, the crystal ball, a lot of y'all like to look at the crystal ball. Don't look at the, listen, crystal ball, the last one was in January by my boy Jerry Meyer. That's my guy. Shout out to his pop, Don Meyer. Listen, that was the Washington concept right there. And Kentucky, you just can't, listen, it's going to be a hard one. It's between Kentucky and Washington for sure. But the last vote was, was Jeremiah. And that's just because, you know, here comes Stewart. You know, and so I'm going to go. I'm going to definitely go with right now. I just feel like Kentucky. Washington's a big one. But I just feel like Kentucky. Kentucky going to mess around and pull them off. Because right now, you look at Kentucky. Kentucky's looking for their four guy. They're looking for a power four. They got Allen, the small four. Whitney's going to get plenty of time. He's going to be an NBA prospect, a, a, a top ten pick. In the 2020 draft, uh, Tyrese Maxey is going to be that guard. He's going to be explosive. He's going to be an animal. And you you get Keon Brooks, right? You get Keon Brooks. Put him anywhere. You can even make him a stretch four. You mess around, put Whitney at shooting guard position and have Brooks. In, you know what I'm saying? So they're getting nothing but athletes right now. And I think McDaniels would clearly make them a team to be like, whoa. You know, that'll make a class even better because there's been a lot of late pickups for them right now. And so, if you want to know, that's what they're going for. I don't think Cole, no. Don't even worry about that. Look at McDaniels and Brooks, Kentucky. Just look for them right now. Them them the people you look at in in the most powerful way. I think it's a McDaniels thing. I think Kentucky will pull that one off. Um, As much as Washington will try to, you know, and Stewart to be like, yo, come over here. You know, I think... I think everybody knows that McDaniels will get more. He's got the push already to be a top five pick, but you in Kentucky, things just look up bigger for you in, in, in terms of prospects. Let me tell you something. I judge people on how I judge them, all right? But there are two things that get you judged into the draft, and that is size. These are my two top things that are just like size in a school. Everybody now wants to look at Villanova. Everybody has Villanova. But if Villanova mess around and got number five stars, these guys would be in a lottery pick. They'd be in the lottery, no doubt. And if people are always looking at the development, they want to see the finished product of Villanova. If you go to Kentucky and do, automatically people are like, hmm, <laughs> your stock raises up because you don't realize how many Kentucky guys that then came to Kentucky and they just go, they, they start out as first round picks. And next thing you know, they out the draft. 
They started out as lottery picks, and they did they did the bottom of the first round. It's crazy. Um, about Keon Brooks, people want to know. Everybody knows when he decides to decide the decision. March the fifteenth. So I think it's Kentucky, man. I just think Kentucky has that guy. I think, and he's going for the NBA. He's going for the NBA. He's a guy that I'm gonna look to get on NBA draft from. Five star corner, man. We gotta get him on five star corner. He's one of my guys. Him and his pops, man. I mean, listen, them, them. I have really got acquainted hard with that family, but you know, I, I got in contact and um, I like his game, man. I just been spent so much, but he's a guy that's been watching him and CJ. I've been watching both of them guys, CJ Walker. Um, really put up some um impressive, impressive performances. So now I want to hit Duke. I really want to hit Duke, man. Seriously. And I really want to, what are they doing for the 2019? They're just trying to finish out a little bit as they can, Kentucky. Kentucky used to grab people. Now they got to work a little bit harder. Just don't, looks different. Looks different. We, 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 we hitting the blue bloods right now. So I'm doing hitting the blue bloods all day on this podcast, more high school basketball talk. And, you know, at next week, we're going to look at, see what the EYBL going to do. Then we got tournament and college sports coming up. The tournament's coming up. Villanova got one more game. With Seton Hall. So, you know, look out for that one. You know, it's going to be good. Tournament play is always good. It's March. March Madness is here. It ain't just get here. EYBL and all that. This is when high school basketball and college basketball gets all the way hype. I do got the sixth ranked class, right? They got the sixth ranked class in the nation. They got Wendell Moore, Boogie Ellis, and Vernon Carey. Now, who I see Matthew Hurd coming, and that is unbelievable. How does Kyler Perry do it? How does he do it? How does he do it? I mean, Jesus. I like that team. Moore's a good player, but Hurt is a six. He's like a Dirk Nowitzki. He's tall. He can shoot. He can shoot. Boogie Ellis is a he boogie. Boogie get down. Nobody know how good this cat is. They are crazy. Crazy. He'll be on five-star corner soon, man. Boogie Ellis is a beast. Under him and Vernon Carey on the same team, man. I'm t- I like I like Wendell Moore, but listen, him and Vernon Carey, that's something different, something special. Got to really watch out that for that one. But I, just just look out for Matthew Hurt. I'm just saying, look out for that cat. Kentucky trying to go in. Uh, the Blue Bloods trying to go in for Wofford. I mean, you're going to have to put Memphis in the Blue Bloods next because they are going at people, and they are coming. They are coming, no doubt about it. So. That's that type of team I'm trying to talk about. Like they, they have on Duke. I just see hurt right now. But uh, Brooks and McDaniel could be Kentucky's. You know, they could be Kentucky's big. You know, they could definitely be with Kentucky, and that would be a good haul for Kentucky too. After starting out kind of slow, that'd be a good haul for Kentucky if they were to mess around and get McDaniel's and now Brooks. I can, but if they get McDaniel's. It's gonna be a tug of war, with Washington. They get him. I mean, that's a good class, man. That that that's a special class to get the top the top top five prospect. When it seemed like, man, they I mean it was a lot of guys that they could have had that just didn't come. And they're the ninth ranked class. Never put them right up there in the top five. If they cause it seemed like all Duke and them do is get five stars, ain't like for real. Um talking about ranked classes in twenty nineteen. We want to get a little bit more and talk about the ranked classes. Arizona, why are they the number one ranked class? Why would people think that? Listen, 
when you got Nico Mannion and Josh Green, I mean, you just can't get any better than that type of, you know, then they, they know each other, the chemistry. Zeke Naji is a good player, another five-star. Terry Armstrong was a big one again. I mean, listen, very, 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 very good team to get. And I just don't see how, like, Arizona was going through all that trouble. It got Javon Quinterly. And they could have had a class that Javon 2018 class, but it didn't happen. Christian Coloco is another guy. I mean, seven foot. So you talk about number one class, number five. But the reason why Villanova, only reason why Villanova ain't cussed that number one, because they got one more commit than Villanova. That one, that one three star put them over the hump. Villanova will have the number one class in the nation. Now, USC, you go to them, my guy, Isaiah Mobley. Anyeka Ankongu. And then you got, now listen, this guy can ball. I never could say his name right. So I call Max Aig. <laughs> Max Agabank Polo. Now, I seen the guy play. Once, once I saw his name, I had never saw and did my homework on him. And the guy's nice. How USC these listen, USC surprised me. I think Mobley really dragged a lot of people in. Mobley's a big time prospect, man. Big time prospect. To get him, now they got an NBA prospect. And I think he's gonna surprise and go in the first round, top fifteen. People not really giving him that respect. But Mobley, six nine, could do it all, man. Number one player in California, number four power forward. Kyle Sturdivant and Drake London. Now, one thing is, uh, yeah, Cal plays in uh, Norcross too, man. Them boys, they hoop out. They, they hoop big time, man. So, it's nothing but ballers on this team right here. Number ballers. If people don't know who these guys is, Drake, none of these guys can ball. Go to the next. And we are talking about Gonzaga. Gonzaga is another one that surprised you. They feature a class that includes Drew Tim, Anton Watson, and and you got Pavel Zakharov. Then they just got Balo. Now that's crazy when they got Balo. I mean, all these guys were highly. I mean, these are good players. If you don't know, these are guys that you probably didn't see in so many circuits. But if you you paying attention, I remember by hearing about Balo, seeing him play. That's a good player to have there. But Drew Tom is a beast. I think he's definitely underrated. He's tough, six ten to thirty five. Hard-nosed guy. Kind of remind you of Kevin Love a little bit. Louisville got... Now, listen. They also hit a big bump in the road the year before and came back with a big class. But, see, when you get Chris Mack from Xavier, man, people don't know how good that dude is and how respected he is. Aiden Ajihan, Samuel Williamson, two big-time guys. Then you got David Johnson. Then you get Quinn Slazinski. Quinn Slazinski is another good player, underrated. This is a good class they got. I mean, Louisville got some good players, man. They got uh, and they got a big class too. Jalen Willis, Josh Nickelberry is just as good as any of them. I mean, seriously, a serious, serious class. So you look at those classes, and I mean, it's it's been a real good 2019. It's been a surprising to see how people like USC, Gonzaga. You know, Louisville and Arizona, to me, are the two big – I just didn't think they would come. I mean, they just hit a big – Rick Bettino in Arizona with Sean Miller. They had a big bump in the road recently. And next thing you know, they didn't, that was just a good recovery. 
super good recovery. So you got to commend those programs for that for the uh, job they did to get in the right schools. Florida, Florida has Scotty Lewis on this team, and then they get Trey Mann, Omar Payne, crazy right now. And then you got Andrew Nimhard coming in next year with that class. I mean, that, that's going to be a good team. C.J. Walker comes in with Chandler Lawson. Isaac Johnson's a lot of size, but C.J. Walker's going to be something on that on that floor. Ohio State gets the man, D.J. Carton with Alonzo Gaffney and E.J. Liddell. You talking about a class right there. I mean, Ohio State going to have a good team with Luther Muhammad and them next year playing. So that's the top 10. We want to go to the top 10 right now. We'll, we'll get to the rest next week, but we want to focus on that top 10 and who comes in. With Scotty Lewis playing for Florida, man, to me, I just feel like SEC is in trouble. You got some real good players, man, come with these teams. I'm talking about seriously, man. Out of those teams, you got to look for Louisville is going to be competitive and where they at. Arizona, I mean, these teams is going to be hard to beat. And another thing that could happen, Memphis, we ain't even got on the fact that, okay, Wiseman is already there with DJ Jeffries, right, and all that. But check this out. Trent Watford's almost there. People, and nobody said anything about this, but it's also a, 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 it's also – a situation where Jalen Green and RJ Hampton could end up being in Memphis. But we don't know for sure. RJ is already the reclassifying thing. RJ, it's only a matter of time for RJ. I'm going to tell you right now. There's only a matter of time before RJ Hampton reclassifies, y'all. It's only a matter of time. All right. Now, the thing is, will Jalen Green reclassify and go down there with him? I ain't talked to his pops yet, so I ain't got the scoop for y'all. But I did get some inside source news. Won't tell you who told me that, that he could think about it because that's his boy. Could you mention Trent and Trent Wildfoot, DJ Jeffries, James Wild? That is that that's 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 retarded. That's just stupid retarded. I'm not even gonna think about no. T- I told the dude who told me that y'all wrong. <laughs> he no listen. If you ever heard this podcast, he'd be like, he going to laugh. Y'all, I, y'all wrong, man. Uh, but uh, we'll see what happens, man. I just know Memphis is coming. And if Memphis got that, that's going to be something. I'm going to tell you right now. I, I, listen, they, they are the national title. As much as I want to give it to them, the only reason I won't give it to them, because, listen, Villanova keeps uh, upperclassmen, guys. Not many of these guys like Duke, Kentucky got, you know, uh, uh, guys like Jermaine Samuels coming back and, and uh, Dada and um, other guys that have already played that were high star guys. I mean, a lot of guys like Duke, Kentucky, the guys are leaving. And then Memphis got only one year guys. Let you know how hard it is. But see, it's special when you got Jalen Green playing shooting guard and you can have RJ Hampton playing. These guys can light it up. I'm talking about that's scary. They talking about R.J. Hampton, and they talking about Zion Williamson. No, no, no. There's nothing on this. These two guys, uh, R.J. Barrett and Zion Williamson, has nothing on these two. You got R.J. Barrett, R.J. Hampton. I'll take R.J. Hampton any day of the week. You look at Zion Williamson, Jalen Green. Give me Jalen, and that would be a team. And you talking about the third guy would be who? Wiseman is going to be a beast himself. Can you imagine how good Wiseman is going to be with two guys like that? 
Because you look at the Duke team, they really didn't have, they really don't have um, no size like that. I mean, they, they Marcus Bolden turned out to be a straight dud. I'm sorry, he did. And then you bring in um, RJ Cam. It's so much pressure on RJ Cam. It's better when Trey Jones is playing. All them guys can run around. But if they had a big guy that could post people up, that would make Cam Reddish even be more dangerous. But nobody, nobody's doing their thing with Duke inside like that. It's just crazy. Bolden was really a wash-up. He'll be in the G League somewhere. Now, looking at um, the 2020 class is the class I want to get to. We can get more to see who's uh, – Ahead of the game, who's doing things in 2020 class? 2020 is a big class because it's just so much talent here. Right now, the number one, um, the number one class in 2020 is a Nebraska. Ain't that crazy, y'all? Yeah, it's early time right now, and we look at Nebraska, and they have they're going at the Zaire Wade. They got Donovan Williams. DeAndre Davis, all right? Tennessee is number two right now with one commit. They got Corey Walker. North Carolina has one commit. They got De'Ron Sharp, basically a five-star. Marquette has one commit. There's some more. Samir Torrance, and I think they can mess around and get Zaire. I'm just going to predict right now, Zaire Wade. Zaire Wade could go to Marquette. We're going to wait to see what happens, but this is a guy that I think people have to start talking about. Now, we want to talk about Mikey Williams is serious. Mikey Williams is serious, man. This kid is serious. I mean, when he finally gets there, we talk about LeBron James Jr., but Mikey Williams, Jesus. The man has all – he make it look easy, too. It don't like he be trying hard. I don't think he. I don't think he try hard. I honestly think he don't try. He's fourteen year old kid. I honestly don't think he tries hard. Twenty twenty three prospect. And the crazy part about Mikey Williams is like he played the point guard position. That's crazy right there. I mean that's crazy, but I think he'll end up growing more. It's no doubt. I think he ended up growing more. It's no doubt about it. But Mikey Williams is explosive. Super explosive. Being 6'1 at his age, he'll probably be 6'4, 6'5. End up being a shooting guard. I see a lot of potential in that kid. And Monty Bates is something different. You see in this kid, you're like, whoa. Cedric Altman is another guy. I, I like the way he balls out. Philip Wheeler, man, listen. This man is scary. He don't go in and scare you. So now we're looking at, you know, uh, high school ball. And we're looking at who I think right now. We want to talk about some draft. Talk about the draft. So when we get to the draft, the end of the part of what we're talking about, let's go to the NBA draft room. Um, who are the unanimous number one draft picks right now? Okay, let's go to, we're going to go to Bleacher Report. 
Right now, the number one, Zion Williamson's clear cut number one. Everybody's number one. I mean, is it like that? Yeah, that's what it is. Everybody's number one. Everybody's number one right now. Jalen Johnson is getting better and better. That's another guy that I've been keeping my eye on. You know, um, if you really tend to look at some of these guys and you look at um, – we're going to go to the NBA draft. We're going to look. They say draft prospects with the most approved in March by Bleacher Report. And we're going to read into this because I'm real interested in this, man. Um, There's a couple of guys I'm going to tell you. Um, Nazir Little is one guy. I'm, I'm going to tell you about that. Nazir Little, if he goes out. Now, no doubt, I think Nazir Little could still slip into a lottery because people had high expectations for Nazir. And if he goes to the uh, to the combine and shows out, I mean, they're still going to put him there. I mean, right now, if you look at where he's at, he's still a top 20 pick. I think he's fell completely out of favor because he ain't got that time. And, and North Carolina trying to keep – I think, boy, the same thing with Zach Levine when he was with UCLA. They bring him off the bench knowing who he is. But people are trying to keep a guy back because they don't want to – that's why I told you all about Jay Wright. Jay Wright knows exactly what he's doing. Javon Quinterly, they mentioned his name. I'm I'm gonna bring him up. Um, Cam Reddish, they got him as a guy with a lot to prove. And March, Kevin Porter, yeah, definitely. I mean, this guy, he's in a he's a guy that can slip to the uh to the late rounds also because he's getting in trouble. Quentin Grimes, if he can show out in the tournament, you can see him go jump right back in the top twenty. Jordan Poole. I like his game. Shamari Pines, explosive player. So those are guys that, you know, Bleacher Report says the most approved, and I believe it, you know, because they're so primetime guys. And I think the big thing about, I think the big thing about um, how good those guys can be, that some of them are already good, but they hadn't had a chance to show it, you know, but, or some, just things that have rolled up on them. They got five stars they talk about who have heard their draft stock, and, they brought up Javon Quinley's name because a lot of people brought his name up. It wasn't that all. He didn't. Moses Brown, Jordan Brown, these guys, yeah, they got it. And um, But, you know, they didn't really – you could see they're not even getting the time to do – Moses Brown, he was doing this thing. But I think he – uh, you know, he's a guy who's definitely going to get picked up in the 2020 draft. I don't think he'll stay to 2021. I mean, Moses Brown's big. He got hurt, you know, got back into the game. Uh, draft stocks going up. Names such as Kobe White, Zion Williamson, Cam Reddish, Kevin Porter Jr., Romeo Langford, or Holden, you know, stand at their zone. Trey Jones, Darius Garland, Paul Bow, RJ Barrett. 2019 isn't great, but it has some intriguing prospects. I mean, talking about no impact guys, but guys that can be productive down the line yet. Um, never viewed as first round candidates. Jordan Brown, Moses Brown, Devin Dotson, Ashton Hakins, and Louis King. Now, never viewed, that's a lie. Louis King was always viewed as a first-round draft pick. Maybe not to him. You know, maybe not to, uh, this has got to be my guy, Wasserman. Nope, this is Jao Ruder. thought this was Wasserman here. Jao Ruder, he says that he was never viewed as a first-round candidate. That's a lie. Louis King was all, he was viewed as a first-round candidate. Emmett Williams, another guy I know, he's a pretty cool dude. Quinterly, it's my guy. Quigley, that's my guy. Nimhard, shout out to his dad, EJ Montgomery, Louis King. You see, Louis, out of all these guys, and Moses Brown has also shared first round consideration. There was a time before Dotson came out, he was considered first round. Uh, and then Jordan Brown has been considered first round. So listen, 
I don't understand. DJ Montgomery was considered a first round pick, and Emmanuel Quigley was considered a first round pick, and a lot of so. I, I think this is all Joel saying this because there's a lot of guys on this list that were considered first round guys. And out of 10 college, my boys, Basie and Simons, shout out to them boys. So glad for Simons and Basie made their money decision. So those are two things from the Bleacher Report that were definitely uh, said that I had to run across y'all real quick. And we're going to talk about some mocks. Like I said, the um, the one mock we're going to finish with is, you know, NBA draft room. That's where you get the number one mock in the game from. Okay, um, Harry Giles has been coming back. Harry Giles is here, man. The, the guy that everybody said was number one draft pick, last three games, 18.7 rebounds. This is by draft lead, 15.5 rebounds, 17.6 rebounds, and, and and the ejection. Oh, man, he got ejected tonight. Well, Harry Giles doing this thing. To have him and Marvin Bagley is almost super scary. I think that's almost illegal because them two guys were thought to be next-level guys and people's why is Sacramento like Sacramento has talent. I mean, guys like Kyle, these were talented guys. It's no doubt. Talented guys. Now, um, let's talk about the big board, the big board and the NBA draft big board. That's the big thing for Bleacher Report. Now, Romeo Langford's a good player. Let's see where he goes. Let's see how he how he gets there. Now we talk about fringe players. They talk about Aaron Nesmith for Vanderbilt. Lugens Dort. Yeah, no doubt. John Cocker. John Teske. Louis King. Louis King's still being considered, but I don't think he's coming out now. Not with that. Because Louis King been hurt. He ain't really got his time. Uh number 42, Eric Pascal. He's still a guy. He, Listen, you put him with a team, knowing that he can shoot from the free throw line and shoot from the three-point line, he's going to give you impact. For oh, I think he should be with a winning team, if anybody. Put him with a winning team. He'll turn to, hey, yo, Dusanmu, I knew he was going to shine. Dusanmu, I knew A.O. was going to shine. But I just didn't know that, you know, NBA scouts was going to be on. They on him hard. He's, he's, he's an NBA scout. Naz Reed, I think people are really – really really going past he's playing with other smart guys so you know i think that he's doing the best he can of course he got a lot to grow on and learn but this guy's a lottery talent no doubt in my mind shamari pines is a score but he's been real like um in between like sometimes he's hot and he's cold he remind me of vernon maxwell you know jordan Poole, and they got charles bassey who people are, how you go down 45 and 10 I'm talking about his assist. He's 45 and 10. He's a, I mean, he's, I mean, excuse me, 15 and 10. 45 and 10. 15 and 10. You know, he's a post up, natural post up player. You know, Jalen McDaniels. He's okay. He's not his brother. He had an upside of his brother. He's okay, man. Pretty sure he'll get drafted in some way, somewhere around the camera. Johnson's a scorer. Another guy, I think, a stay. Ignis. Brasdikis, he's a he's a guy from Michigan, the freshman who's I think he'll stay though, you know, because he can go up even more. Daniel Gafford, I think uh, nobody's really looking at just how good this guy. If you like Rudy Goldberg, you're gonna like Daniel Gafford. That's what we remind me of, Rudy Goldberg. KZ Akpala is a definite. 
player that can do a lot. He, he, he can do some. I think people are not looking at him. His um, wingspan. Now, I say a little. He goes down on a lot of boards, and I know he could. I think that's a good evaluation because of where he's at. Uh, Bruno Fernando, he stayed, came back, and now look at him, you know. So, this is a guy that can go up, especially at the combine. Then you got um, Grant Williams. He's one of my favorite prospects. Grant Williams is a guy I think it'll be a real good player with anybody. I think he's throwing the radar. Trey Jones, I didn't even think he would be up like that. I didn't think he would get to, uh, where he's at because of the other three freshmen, but he's clearly there. Kelton Johnson fell because he just wasn't consistent. Disappointed me a little bit. I didn't think he'll fall like that. Tyler Hero should be up. I think once he hits the combine, he's going to go up. I mean, he's a streaky shooter. But um, 21 is a good mark, though. I mean, I don't know. He could go up. This is the type of draft where a guy like him could go up if he's too much of a scorer. But the Sixers, let's look at Zaya Smith had a good 12-point game today, 5 for 9 in the G League. But what you got to understand is that you look at Zaya Smith and you look at J.J. Redick and look at Furkan Korkmaz out the door. I think Zaya Smith comes in next year and takes everybody out. And the wing position that Brett Brown's trying to have the Simmons and, and James in this fight over, that's the three position. So you got Simmons and then you can have Zaya Smith possibly next year with Simmons because he's he's on like like Ennis's contract is, you know, up. Ryu Hitchamura, that's not a good ranking. He's a top 10 pick. That's just ridiculous right there. Siku Dion Boy is going to be a better player, but I think that's a good position for him right now because of how he's producing. Romeo Langford is a good – I think I've seen him down low. I think that's a good position, I think. But he could he could yeah, he mess around and um, Romeo Langford move up because of his – I mean, I think he should be a lottery pick. I think he should definitely be a lottery pick. I think it's no question. Uh, Mikhail Alexander-Walker, steady all year. Steady all year. Pretty good prospect. You know, um, play both guard positions. I think he'll be a good player on a winning team. Kobe White is just steadily went up. Steadily went up. He just can score in so many ways. P.J. Washington, here he come. He's just showing his upside where he's been. He reminds me of Larry Johnson to me. Brandon Clark. He's been showing this stuff all year. Darius Garland, he's going to be probably the number one point guard taken. Taylor Horton Tucker, he is just proven, improving, improving to be one of the best scorers in the country. Athletic. Uh, seeing how far Goga Batazzi has gotten in so many, I mean, so many draft, I mean, He's just really a good center. And he's shooting three-pointers. So I think that's what put him up even more. John T. Porter, I really don't – now, it's going to be something. He has to – I'm not impressed. That that That's that's all off his name. And he, he was a five-star. He has unbelievable talent. Um, Just because of this draft, he could possibly be there. But he's going to have to show out in the combine. You got to wait. He hasn't even played this season. And last season, he didn't really show enough. Even He wasn't even considered that high in last year for last year's draft. So, listen, I mean, when he was uh, almost, he could have came out then. So, that, that 10 mark is just not, it's not riding me. He's, he's not even there yet. I don't even have him ranked. 
But if you want to rank them somewhere, I got, we'll put them in the bottom of the first round. Because that's a place I think the Sixers could try them out. Why not? The Sixers are a playoff team. You can get him, put him to the side. That's the perfect stash player. Let him fall back and, and be a shooter, which is because he can shoot threes. Jackson Hayes is a good center. You know, he's an interesting prospect. Bo Bo is a top five pick, man. And I'm glad to see that this eight, because I've seen people 15, 16, say, are you crazy? Bo Bo would be a super steal at 17. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., I mean, his upside is crazy. So I, I wouldn't even knock the, the seven position that Joel has him at. His upside is Cam Reddish is just a guy. I think he's the most talented because you look at RJ and Zion, they can't shoot as fluently as this guy. Then he can pass on you. He can he has he still has the wingspan. He's long. He can go past you, dribble past you. He can be a point guard. He'll be a point forward. You know what I mean? So you look at DeAndre Hunter, he's just a good two way guy. He can play. And I think he's um that's a little high at five, but he's good. I think he's more 11 than mine, down around that mark. Jayakova's a beast. I mean, this guy can play. This guy give it to him, and he's impressive. Ja Morant, man. Ja Morant is over R.J. Barrett. It's him and Zion, the two best guys. And then I would have to give it. If I got to go, you got to give it to R.J. because he got. But to me, if I'm thinking of a guy that I, I just think Cameron, Cameron Reddish is a better player. But R.J. Barrett, you got to give him their third slot because of what he's done. So those are your top. Then now we're going to finish it off before we roll out of here with NBA Draft Room. The mock draft, uh, draft.net. Yes, they have Zion Williamson, John Morant, and R.J. Barrett. And right here, Chamara is number four. Number five is Cameron Reddish. It's their top five. Now we go to NBA Draft Room, man. NBA Draft Room. My guys, this is what we do. And I got some good um, exclusives coming for y'all for NBA Draft for man. man. Um, hit the NBA. The mock of 2019 is definitely Zion, John Moran, RJ Barrett. Nicole, uh, Nikhil and Alexander Walker is definitely, he's just... He's just a good player. He's just really been showing a lot for this draft. Here comes DeAndre Hunter. And they got Cameron. Cameron Reddish is more higher up than any of them guys, period. That is an insult. That's my guy, Mike, NBA, uh, Mike Draft from, man. But Cameron Reddish is going to be better than any of them guys and could be better than R.J. Barrett. But he's number four. I think he's number four. That's it. If you want to put Nikhil or Alexander Walker. But to me, it's Hachimura. Hachimura is number five. He did too much. Then you could put Walker. Then you could put Hunter. Now, we could roll like that. Jackson Hayes is a good look. 6'11", 7'3", wingspan. Who ain't going to want a guy like that? Okay, Jared Cova, another guy that can definitely play ball. Casey Akpala and Kobe White has moved up. I mean, guys have moved up. Gaffers went down a little, but they're not going to let a guy with 7'2", wingspan, 6'11", in the league that needs defenders slip down as low as Joel was talking about. So 14 is perfect. Brandon Clark, he's just bringing in people. People are coming to this guy's. Keldon Johnson, Bow Bow, who is going to go up. Get out, out. Listen, any anybody can move down. Bow Bow is going to go inside the top ten. Jackson Hayes is not going over Bow Bow. Everybody know that. All right, that's what's going to happen. Tyler Heroes moving up even more. Siku Boya. I mean, he won't move down too fast, really. Kevin Porter, I think I'll do 17. I can respect 17 and 7 because he can go as high as that and as low as 17. He could even go lower than that if people get really scared away from 
Okay, Nash Reed, PJ Washington going up. We can see about that, but I I, I don't think PJ Washington twenty five is perfect. Perfect. All right, um, Legends, Legends Dort. And we gotta look at Taylor Horton Tucker's. Chris Wilkes is another guy to look at. Another guy, Chris Wilkes is a definite guy to look at. So listen, NBA Draft 2019 is interesting, real interesting. And we're gonna see. I think more teams that are playoff teams get more impact than because it's a lot of teams with good skill players with good skill sets that can make a team good. But they only got to be great players. It's got to be guys that are productive. So it's going to be something to look at. So, look, I'm out of here, y'all. High school basketball talk is over. It's your boy, Lita Johnson. Holla at y'all, man.